Over the past few weeks, I've been doing a variety of different things. For a week solidly until my energies were taken elsewhere, I wrote 2,000 words a night, and this netted, is a day shy of a week, this netted 12,000 and change words on a book project, which unfortunately I've decided to put aside for a little bit of time. I'll tell you a little bit why in a minute. The next energy usage was associated with the Biota Institute, which is Bruce Stamer's Origin of Life Institute, which I'm turning out to be an important founding member. And a variety of different things were occurring through this thing, aside from the fact that I am donating... Uh, well, I've upped my donation to this particular institute through its formation as a means of showing some direct support to Bruce and also reflecting very heavily on the discussion that I gave in the spree podcast associated with failed collaborations. I've been reflecting on my own involvement with failed collaborations and also what I can do to motivate at least some collaborative success going forward. So what happened? I don't necessarily want to editorialize this too much, but basically Bruce had introduced a fellow into the Biota Institute who clearly was just a huge energy sink. And over, I don't know, a few days, basically, I mean, I had some communication with this gentleman about, I don't know, a month or two ago, not particularly edifying, and I had more correspondence with him more recently, which took sufficient energy, actually, to stop my writing and make my focus the Biota Institute, which thankfully was only a few days this week. So through this period, I realized that I'm increasingly in my, how would one put it, my recluse nature, my hermit nature, to use a heron stone word, I avoid people who I don't want to spend time with. And sadly, unfortunately, that is a good portion of the population. But with the case of this individual, I realized very quickly that this person was just taking vast quantities of my time and energy, and mainly through dishonest behaviors, which was something that I found really very curious I find increasingly that I have finite time and energy resources, and I put my time and energy into things that ultimately I feel a certain degree of reward with. So the writing, for example, was a good thing for that, because I felt very quickly that I was actually doing something that was very useful. And in the week, I've spent a few hours here and there working on adding metal to Noble Ape. This is all the Noble Ape projects, not just the Noble Ape simulation. And this is really the tax one has to pay in order to continue to develop on Apple's platform. Now, also through this work, Apple changed the way that they did views in the latest Mac operating system, whatever it is, point one, And that required me to rewrite a bunch of code as well. So maintaining Noble Ape, just in terms of maintaining it against an active operating system, takes some time as well. But I do feel some of the rewards for this. In the near term, however... I've decided to take my writing energy and put it into a work that I have been simmering on. Simmering, I don't know, I must have about six to 8,000 words written on it. And I wrote a good portion of them over the gift-giving period last year. Must have been then, I think, out in the desert with my in-laws. I can't recall. I think I might have actually typed it rather than spoken it. So I have this text and I need to add a lot more to it. So I put 2,000 words against it, and I shouldn't ramble on this. I need to explain quite critically what's going on here. As you may be well aware, a particular alleged comedian decided to start using the name of my simulation for his own work, and has been doing so for about two and a half years now. 
this is ongoing and continuous, and he's now rebranded a large portion of his prior work as well associated with my simulation, which is very, very curious. It doesn't appear that he's making money. I mean, actually, what has happened is he's recently announced a new tour, which is, by my calculation, a fraction, like about a fifth or less the size of his tour that was using the name of my simulation. So the whole thing is very, very curious. And really, it's quite a serious backward step for this individual. So in parallel to all of this, obviously, I continue to develop No Blape. And I've put out music and done a bunch of stuff under the name No Blape. You can actually get The Last Monkey Standing if you're on Spotify. I'd recommend, I mean, just check it out. Have a listen to it, at least. as an adjunct to some of the podcasting-related stuff that I put out. And I've gotten really interesting and positive feedback from folks that have listened to Last Monkey Standing. The title track, Last Monkey Standing, has an intro that's about two minutes. So if you want to, you can skip past the intro or just enjoy the intro. But yeah, this whole format of being a jazz musician now is interesting. So every time I try to find information on Noble Ape now, I get given this comedian stuff. And my understanding is quite clearly that he and his publicist and whoever have paid Google and a wide variety of the other search providers. I mean, Google and YouTube are the top two places where you'd find information on Noble Ape. And they have just completely suppressed anything associated with my work. So how long will this continue on for? Well, probably six to eight years, I would assume, at least. I mean, while this guy continues to make money in any shape or form, he'll continue to pay money to people who will continue to pay Google et al., not to surface my stuff, which is very curious. You may recall the whole Google Block incident of 2007. So it's something very similar, except it's been economically done by an individual to completely and utterly suppress and damage the work that I've done. So through this, you must wonder, well, what is the response to this thing? Well, I think the response initially was to do a book and an audio book, and probably even, if I can gather some interest from the book and the audio book, a film. So how does one do these things? Well, one spends tens of hours actually writing a book. One then spends tens of hours performing an audio book. And then one sees what has happened through these two things to see if one can get a Kickstarter together for a film. And I think this is the plan that I'm using currently. I've registered a domain associated with a book and audio book and film and all this kind of stuff. And that is, in some regard, a rebranding of what has happened here with Noble Ape. Now, I'm going to continue to work on Noble Ape, obviously. I'm not going to stop doing something I've been working on for 22 years. But the damage that this individual has done is pretty extreme. And it's pretty profound that there's no quarter of the media or anywhere else to actually render any assistance in these circumstances. It's just like, you know, you put yourself out there, you put yourself out there to be abused. So I've been reflecting very heavily associated with energy. Thankfully, the character with the Biota Institute just annoyed enough of the other folks involved with the Biota Institute that he moved on. And reflecting this thing, I think this comedian will eventually move on as well. I mean, although this thing is part of some of his prior work, you know, he's got to start publicizing his new tour and doing all that kind of stuff. So, you know, while he might continue to do videos associated with Noble Ape, increasingly they're just going to look less and less meaningful. And quite frankly, actually, it's very curious what his fan base looks like. I was reading the IMDb entry for this special that he made called Noble Ape, and it really doesn't have a lot of people writing about it. The whole thing seems to be a little bit created and fabricated, actually, 
which is rather curious because it means that probably his fan base is very much waning, and this Noble Ape thing was the last hurrah. So, that is where it is currently. But... Another point that I will just leave in this podcasting feed, I'm cleaning my podcasting room currently. I My podcasting room is really a metaphor in many regards for me as a person. <laughs> and over the past six months, it has become a dumping ground through the electrical work and even post the electrical work, not actually properly dealing with the situation. I put in a couple of weekends and it probably needs a couple of weekends more to get it spick and span, but... It is moving in the right direction, and once it moves in the right direction, then it will be an organ for some degree of transformation, if nothing more, just to get out a bunch of stuff. Because ultimately, my podcasting room really is a history of a lot of different things. I was actually thinking of putting together a YouTube channel. I kind of have that already with Monty's Reviews as a means of going through the podcasting room and just talking about the various artifacts that are in it with the view that I'm looking to shed a bunch of the artifacts, but there's still a lot of curious stuff here that's probably worthy of some degree of note. A final point that I wanted to make through this discussion of a wide variety of points is associated with what's going on with the miniature painting. The miniature painting is winding down. To say it's winding down, I still have a number of things out in play, a number of miniatures out there being painted, but I think I've reached my capacity of interest that I've realised also that I have collectively hoarded a good amount of unpainted metal, which I think I'm just going to have to maintain or, I don't know, pare down in following months. This hobby of miniature painting, it's an interesting thing, or at least purchasing other people's painting time. But increasingly, my focus is elsewhere. And in particular, in February next year, I'm going to the UK to open a bank account and do a wide variety of things. I was watching... The BBC last night, I'm starting to watch British television again, just as a means of reminding myself. And the quality of the political discussion in the UK is just as bad as the quality of the political discussion in the US. So I was kind of lamenting what this thing actually means, aside from the fact that one can close one's doors, one can not have television, which is actually a remarkably good way of increasing one's productivity. We cancelled our television this month, mainly because we didn't actually watch it. But also because they had added a phone service to it that we didn't actually get or was useful. And these kind of uh, paring down things, I think, are incredibly important, particularly as one considers moving or moving in you know, some period of time. So anyway, Tom Barbelay in a semi-completely tidy podcasting room. There's still, I don't know, let me see here, let's measure it by square feet, about 12 square feet worth of stuff that needs to be cleared. But... I'm averaging about 8 to 12 square feet a weekend. So with a bit more of this weekend still to be done, this thing is going to be cleaned up very quickly. 